No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we begin the book of Jeremiah. Though he is young, the Lord calls Jeremiah to be a prophet to the nations, to tear down and to plant. The people will fight against him, but not prevail. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl teaches Jeremiah chapter 1 on Simply the Bible. Jeremiah lived at a time of national decline. Isaiah had been dead for about 60 years. While Judah had experienced a revival under King Hezekiah, his son Manasseh brought the nation into the worst spiritual state of its entire history. They passed the point of no return where God determined that they would go into Babylonian captivity. Manasseh's grandson, King Josiah, was a very good king. He brought about the greatest spiritual revival that Judah had ever known. But for the most part, it was only skin deep. For after Josiah died, the people returned to their idolatry. Jeremiah was called by God to be a prophet during the death of the nation. He was rejected by his own people. We don't know of a single convert under Jeremiah's ministry. Talk about a tough gig. But he was faithful to God. This story gives us hope, for Jeremiah is a great example of someone who pleases God even when everything and everyone else around him is falling away. It comforts those who must stand alone or suffer persecution for the word of God in order to care for God's people. Jeremiah chapter 1. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Hilkiah of the priests, who were in Anathoth in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, until the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Jeremiah begins with his family background. Jeremiah's father was Hilkiah, who was a priest. Now, Hilkiah was also the name of the high priest who discovered the copy of the law, which he gave to King Josiah. But that Hilkiah was probably not Jeremiah's father. Jeremiah, however, was a descendant of Aaron and was both a prophet and a priest. Jeremiah was probably in his late teens or early 20s when the word of the Lord first came to him. He began prophesying in the 13th year of King Josiah, which was 627 BC, and he prophesied during the reigns of two other major kings and two kings who had short reigns, who are not mentioned here. He prophesied until the 11th year of Zedekiah, 586 BC, when King Nebuchadnezzar destroyed Jerusalem and the temple. Jeremiah prophesied in Judah a total of 41 years. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. The foreknowledge of God is a great mystery. He knows each one of us before we are even conceived. If God already knows us, then he cannot be surprised by our actions. 
Since God chose every believer for eternal life, then we can rest in him, even if we don't feel worthy of his calling. God also sanctified Jeremiah, setting him apart for a specific work. Finally, God ordained him to be a prophet to the nations. God chose the plan and purpose of Jeremiah's life. That is also true for us. For Paul wrote in Ephesians 2.10 that we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. Immediately, Jeremiah saw all the reasons why he was not qualified for the job. First, he couldn't speak. In other words, he wasn't eloquent. Now, Moses also tried to evade God's call with this excuse. But God told Moses, who made man's mouth? Second, Jeremiah felt that his youth disqualified him. Warren Wiersbe writes, Jeremiah hesitated as he looked at the work before him and the wickedness around him and when he looked at the weakness within himself. Jeremiah was certain that he wasn't the man for the job. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Jeremiah looked at his own insufficiency, but God looked at his own sufficiency. He would send Jeremiah, equip him, and be with him to deliver him. Whatever God calls you to do, you must remember that he isn't making a mistake. He is gifted and called you for his purpose. To hesitate or refuse to obey is an act of unbelief. It's fine to be aware of our weaknesses or to feel inadequate in ourselves, but we must not allow these things to hold us back from God's call. Whatever God calls us to do, he will enable us to perform. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. The Lord touching Jeremiah's mouth was figurative of filling it with his word. Then it would be up to him to share it. The same is true for us. God has given us his word. He has anointed us with the Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth and brings to our remembrance the words of God, but it is up to us to share them. Now, who was Jeremiah? I mean, he was weak in the eyes of the world, and yet God would set him over the nations and over the kingdoms. Jeremiah would root out, pull down, destroy, and throw down. God cannot build on a corrupt foundation. The spiritual climate in Judah had become so bad that the entire system needed to be destroyed. King Nebuchadnezzar would bring the sword of the flesh, while Jeremiah would bring the sword of the spirit, that is, the word of God. But God would also use Jeremiah to build and to plant. After the Jews were taken captive to Babylon, 
Jeremiah would write to them, encouraging them to be established there. Then, after 70 years, God would plant them back in Judah and they would rebuild the temple. Verse 11, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. And the word of the Lord came to me the second time, saying, What do you see? And I said, I see a boiling pot, and it is facing away from the north. In Israel, the almond tree blossoms in January and gives the first indication that spring is on its way. In showing Jeremiah the almond tree, the Lord was ensuring that he was accurately receiving the vision. God watches over his word to make sure that it is accurately spoken and completely fulfilled in its time. In the second vision, Jeremiah saw a boiling pot facing away from the north. That was a picture of Babylon. Verse 14, Then the Lord said to me, Out of the north calamity shall break forth on all the inhabitants of the land. For behold, I am calling all the families of the kingdoms of the north, says the Lord. They shall come and each one set his throne at the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem against all its walls all around and against all the cities of Judah. I will utter my judgments against them concerning all their wickedness because they have forsaken me, burned incense to other gods and worshiped the works of their own hands. The Babylonians would enter the land from the north when Jeremiah began his ministry, Assyria, not Babylon, was the dominant power. No doubt many of the political experts thought Jeremiah was foolish to worry about Babylon, but the people of Judah lived to see Assyria defeated and Egypt crippled as Babylon rose to power. King Nebuchadnezzar would subdue Jerusalem three times. These things would occur because the people had forsaken the Lord. Despite his multiple warnings and great patience, they persisted in their spiritual adultery in burning incense to other gods and worshiping the works of their own hands. Verse 17, Therefore prepare yourself and arise. The Lord told Jeremiah to prepare himself. The Hebrew is literally gird up your loins. In order to run or work easily, men in those days had to tie their loose robes together with a belt. So, gird up your loins meant get ready for action and speak to them all that I command you. Being a prophet was dangerous work. Israel had a track record of killing her prophets. The people would not like Jeremiah's message of doom and gloom. He would be tempted to hold back the bad news and not declare the whole counsel of God. But to be a true prophet, Jeremiah could not be a man-pleaser. He would have to speak all that the Lord commanded him to say. Do not be dismayed before their faces, lest I dismay you before them. For behold, I have made you this day a fortified city and an iron pillar." and bronze walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against its princes, against its priests, and against the people of the land. 
Jeremiah was young and God would send him to confront princes, priests, and the people. Jeremiah was naturally timid and would have rather withdrawn from the conflict, but if he was dismayed or discouraged, then God would break or humble him before them. In reality, Jeremiah didn't need to be afraid, for God would make him like a fortified city, an iron pillar and bronze walls. They would be unable to refute the wisdom or power by which Jeremiah spoke. They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you, says the Lord, to deliver you. It is natural for the servant of God to be afraid, but this is always God's word to those whom he calls. Fear not, for I am with you, and I will deliver you. I believe that this book of Jeremiah is timely for the days in which we are living. I mean, who would have imagined two years ago all that would transpire in the world? I believe that we are living in the decline of our nation where we are experiencing God's judgment. It could be that we have even passed the point of no return so that final judgment is inevitable as it was with Judah. I really don't know. I only know that in every age, God sends forth his word to encourage, strengthen, guide, and to give hope to those who will listen and take it to heart. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where the Lord remembers Israel in the days of her youth. By following idols, she has forsaken the fountain of living waters and made herself broken cisterns. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible. (laughs) 